Welcome to Real Estate Unscripted, where each week we connect no-nonsense, let's-get-it-done realtors and lenders from across the country who want to grow our businesses and stay motivated with timely topics and experts in our fields. I'm your host, Marjorie Adam. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Estate Unscripted. I'm super excited today to talk about something that I think is something we don't think enough about in our real estate and lending transactions, and that is a client concierge and gifting. So say hi to Ellison. Hi, everyone. So this is Ellison Spicar. Spicar. She's the concierge, and we were joking because she said it took her a while to learn how to say concierge in a very official way. How do you say it? I'll say concierge. <laughs> Elison Spicard, your personal concierge. concierge. It makes it very official. And do you put your, yes, little, your finger up when you drink your tea to make sure that that's, yes. Pink, pinkies up. Okay, pinkies up. So I think anyone that's listening right now can agree the process of getting a loan. Like if you're thinking about, gosh, should I go on a cruise or should I go to Disney World or should I get a loan and move? Like getting a loan and moving is not fun. It just isn't. It's stressful. It is the unknown. And I think what we all on our end forget is not just that it's stressful. It's just an unknown process, right? They've not done this before. Or if they have, they did it in the fog of mirror period where you had no documentation, right? Or now they're stressed out. So I think having a client concierge, um, a closing coordinator, everything that that person that takes care of them, we're going to say at this point and where we start with this is when the contract comes in. So the loan app is starting for us. The contract comes in. They've started that process for you. You start when the rate's locked, right? And then you're there as their liaison, as their concierge, as their lean on, right? As that person that they rely on. Why do you think that's so important? That is a really, really good question. I think it is super important because we as human beings want to be guided. We want to be directed. We want to have uh, genuine help. We want to have someone at our beck and call. We want to have access to that person for us to express our worries to, our joys to, to ask tons of questions. I always tell clients, if I don't know the answer to your question, I will find out for you and be back with you promptly. We're available to you via phone email, and text, three different ways. So they are very aware that we are dialed in with them and that we are here to assist. So I think that's also important because again, I cannot stress this enough. As the insiders who do this, as the real estate agent who's done this for 28 years, and it's now like I could do my job in my sleep. It's just so ingrained in me. And for you and for lenders, you do 100 loans a year, however many it is, 200 loans a year. The process is just your what you do. And so we forget that not only do our clients not do this often, and there's this whole language and, and fear, because look, let's be honest, especially on your end, that fear of what's my credit score? How much is this going to cost? How much is this payment? What's this process? What do all these documents mean? What am I binding myself to? Like there is a 
through fear and a lack of understanding and all these terms and all of these, what do you mean you need this? And so I didn't have to do that last time or my friend said, right? So if we really want to talk about how do we differentiate ourselves, and this is not to disparage anyone, but when we're competing more and more with online and no name, no face entities, and we are giving what you guys now like Jonathan Unleashed White Glove service, right? Then it needs to be that guidance and that person that's there has to be available. That is correct. And it's all about the close relationship. I am building a relationship. We're building up communication constantly on even a daily basis, if need be. There are clients who love to communicate daily, some that don't like to communicate that often. Some don't even respond to a text. So they're all different, but we're here for them as well. And and the key for us is to build that rock solid relationship so that stays firm throughout the process. So whatever hills and valleys they may go through throughout the processing items that are needed through the requests that are being made through guideline loan guidelines then those folks can understand that we're in their corner we're going to help them as much as we can we're here to assist them either in person which is very important or just via computer via text whatever is going to work for them that's what we do well if you think about it you're i mean we're all you, you, these people and we like like think about how busy we are and busy is a terrible word, but you have your life and you have kids and you have your household and then you have pets and then you have your job and then you have everything else that doesn't stop just because you're applying for a mortgage and buying a house. And so you then need this list of documents, which you're like, I think the accountant has those. Honey, don't you have those? Oh, I don't have that. And how do I get that? And it's a lot. And in most of us don't just, oh, yes, I've got all my tax returns right here. And sure, I know what that document is and what you're talking about or why I need to sign it. So I think if we want to say why work with an and why work in person, why work with people that are going to give us that guidance? Well, if if we don't provide it, then we are 1-800-loans.com. I just made them up if they exist. I was not bashing them. But what I'm saying, if we're saying that they need to work with us, it is that guidance. It is the experience. It is the, how can we take some of this burden off of them uh, and explain if you ask them for something for the third time and they think they've provided it, why do they need, what what is it? Why does this need to be updated? Well, that bank statement's too months old. Now I need, there has to be talking them off the ledge. You said when we were talking earlier, like they are on a ledge, they are frustrated. And some people go through it with, with grace and calmness. And some people lose their ever loving minds. Right. And just because this, this, this is that one thing that has taken them over the edge, right. They were already living on it. Now it's like, how are you kidding me? So I think we need to remember that. And I think let's also be really honest as Team leaders, high Ds, so the lenders and realtors on here, probably not your strength, right? Like, because especially if you've done it a while, you're like, you're just, what do you mean? Why do you, you just need to do it? Like, no, 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 no. Again, we've got to have that person. So we need our Ellison that is more patient, is going to explain something for the 898th time, is going to be there for all their needs, is going to really make sure these things happen extremely well and explain all these things that we have, many of us, lost patience for or are just not good at because we're doing so many other things. So that I think- That's true, Marjorie. Yes, that's true. And I think it's, I think that we hit home with a personal, immediate response. 
so many times you call an 800 number, you get the menu of items, you get voicemails, you get just for A, press this, for B, press this, for C, press this, none of the above, all the above, who knows? But when they call us, yes, we do have our individual extensions, but when they call us, they are guaranteed that we, if we're not available at that moment in time, we're going to call them back. We're going to text them back. We're going to email them back. We're going to flood them with so much love and intention that they're not going to know what hit them. Yeah. So I think so, I laugh. As we talk about this, like it's anytime, look, you can call your credit card company, the phone company, anyone, right? 1-800, press the number, enter your account number. At that point, I'm already annoyed. And I'm literally the meme. There is a meme. You guys should find it and like put it on your like social media. But it's like, customers. it's like you're just press zero, 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 zero. Like, just let me talk to an almighty person, right? Like, and that's where that's the differential. Like people find out pretty quick. I think if you go to this nameless, faceless portal, good luck. And I'm also a high D, which means I'm super impatient, right? I do not want to wait two days for you to tell me to push seven, right? Just tell me what to do. So I think making that clear is part of our job, right? When we have a team like that, it is part of our USP, our unique sales proposition, right? So what makes us different? And again, the best experience, least amount of frustration, right? Most amount of guidance is what people come back to us for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just not even only the big things, just the little things like it is getting those people right out of the gate, right? When their loan is locked, boom, they know someone's here in their corner and advocate for them, someone to help them through. We had a couple of borrowers just reach out this morning and say, hey, Ellison, we need a referral for a homeowner's insurance agent. Can you provide us with that? Absolutely. Bit of bang, done. And I sent it and that insurance agent responded back that quickly. I mean, that was all done in like 10 minutes. So in 10 minutes, I have referred them to someone that I know is going to take care of them. And it's because of that personal contact that I had from them right out of the gate from the get-go. And plus, it's not them searching. And then five days later, you asking them for the hundredth time if they've contacted right. an insurance agent, which means they don't know someone. So I think it's right. how do we take the friction? Like we had a speaker come to Nest and they said, we should all do a friction audit, which was genius, by the way, a friction audit of every process. So in other words, from the time they either email or text you or call you, right? And they have to get to you to set the appointment. Like what's the friction there? And then from the appointment to the next step, Where's the friction either internally on our end, like they don't see or with them, right? It took too long to get this. They don't understand this. This is always a problem, right? So if we can solve those friction points and right. turn them into delight points or, hey, we right. every client has a question about this. So that becomes a video that becomes a process. So I think if we pay attention to that, quite honestly, I want my lender insurance attorney title, whatever it be people I know really well that work really well, that are going to give them great advice. I don't want them to offset to something, any step in this process that you're like, oh, that's a disaster. That is correct. That is correct. And and again, I, I go back to the communication uh, just up front, letting them know our availability. So we will have the less amount of friction as possible. Yeah. I also think it's about the words that you use with folks that 
you know, results in the impact that you have with them, uh, that you're understanding when they're frustrated. You rejoice with them when there's victory. When the appraisal comes back, it's all great and fabulous and no repairs and everything looks great. Rejoice with them about that as well. So they like to have this connection. And of course, they're welcome to talk to anyone on our team. Jonathan, Dixie, Kim, Helen, me, CJ, they're welcome to talk to anyone. I'm just the one that's more readily available for them at that moment in time. And again, it's been a tougher market. Our teams have shrunk. We're kind of figuring out what's important. This is important, right? This is an important piece, not only for our clients, but quite frankly, for us internally as well. So I think gifting. So I think there have been many variations of gifting. I think people don't necessarily understand it properly. I think gifting is balanced. Like there's too much gifting where it's literally like there's 50 gifts in the process, which number one is hard to manage, but gets expensive. And then there's no gifting, which is not showing any appreciation. It's a show of appreciation and making things fun. So I think it's important that we talk about some things about gifting, then we're going to get into some times people can add gifting. And just like any process that a lender or realtor has, it is, okay, I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to perfect one part of it, right? So if, if you do no gifting for your buyers, great place to start, but perfect that, get it running like a world machine, then maybe you go to your sellers if you're a realtor. And then you do VIPs and referral gifts, right? You can't just say, I went from no gifting to all because it's going to be a disaster. But I think if we think about gifting... I think that there should be some, some permanence. Like I think we have gifting where we do food. We're going to get into that. I think some things that can be kept are important. I think that should not all be branded. If you give a gift bag and every single item has your logo on it, it's about you and not them, but doesn't mean you can't have some logoed items. I think we learn about them. We gift to their preferences. And then you and I talked earlier, it also evolves. So gifting program that I had five years ago is very different than today in some ways. And quite frankly, very similar in others. That is true. And I know that our team at Alcova, we have evolved. We used to do one specific thing out of the gate and also reminding them that I am here every step of the way for them. Good, bad, and ugly, all of it. And then we would also do a closing gift as well. Now that would be for our borrowers. Realtors were something a little bit different. Uh, we would acknowledge their special milestones like birthdays, things like that, their anniversaries, things like that. I I think what we're doing now is working at this point in time, which to be specific, we're we're having uh, pizza delivered to them upon closing. Sometimes that gets a little bit hectic in the weeds with moving and closing and them getting comfortable in their house and maybe they're not ready to move into the house just yet. Um, but that's a work in process too. But it's always whatever we do is to make those folks and those agents feel valued and feel special and make them know that they matter to us. And like you said, it's not about the big money. It's about making them know how much they mean to us and how much their trust means to us because they're trusting us with one of the most important life decisions ever. And so we have them in our hands and we're taking care of them.
Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, it's uh, not only the largest financial purchase, but their home. This, your home is not just structure. Your home is where you bring up your kids and it's where you retire and it's where you have your life events, good and bad. And so this is vital, right, in their decision-making and financial as well as every other component of their life. So if milestones, I think, are the best way to put it as someone's putting together. So let's say we're talking to people right now that have no gifting plan, which is not uncommon. And that's okay because a lot of times people don't have contract to close programs and others. And so let's make sure we also clarify if you're a realtor, for example, you don't have a pre-list program, a client intake program and a contract to close program. Let's start there. Don't just throw in gifting because if you don't have the process for the basics, this will not fit in well. But I think we got to think about your milestones, right? So if you are, I'm going to speak on the realtor end, but frankly, this is um, lender end too. Is there something that they can leave after a first meeting, right? First meeting is a lot of information. So we make sure they have their documents and everything they need, as well as we give them the 10 commandments of where not to spend their money. And we give them next steps and everything else. But it's a great time. You send them a thank you note with a lotto ticket. and Thank you for choosing us. Or you can send them a thanks a latte card and coffee or tea on us. There are ways to kind of have that process Absolutely. And we do the same thing. As a matter of fact, also one thing that we have started to incorporate is that when folks are locked in, uh, when Jonathan has that communication with them, he'll do a Zoom and introduce me at that point. So they can actually put a face to those folks so they can see I'm an actual person. I am here in America Um, I'm live and local because we're all about being live and local and I am here to help. And, and that's just really appreciated by them. And they love putting a face to who's going to be working with them, you know, for the next four weeks. Yeah. I mean, we do the same. So we have videos from every team member. We have the introduction before they ever meet with us. So there's all kinds of processes to familiarize. And then we do an an in-person meeting at my office for buyers, or we do a Zoom and make sure that they get to see everyone as well. But again, first meeting on our end, when their offer is accepted for you, right? When they lock in or make loan applications. So loan app is a great time for us at the home inspection. So home inspections completed big milestone, right? So we careful that we get through that inspection. Then yes, the inspections through, we can give them moving boxes. We can give them next steps. We can give them useful things, right? We do a walkthrough bag. We do a closing gift, right? For all clients, but there have got to be different things that are valuable to them, right? So the all about you form is key. That's in the first meeting. Again, understanding what's most important to them, because let's take it a step further. We all want to get current client referrals, right? That's a big, big deal in terms of a way to continue to grow your client base. So absolutely, if we do an all about you at that first meeting, and then they send us a client, and I know their favorite restaurant is to make up Chipotle, then I can send them a $20 Chipotle card and say, thank you so much for referring Ellison, right? So there's a way to bring all this together, right? As part of our processes. But I think as lenders and realtors, milestones or friction points are a great time, right? So either a great milestone or a, wow, this is always, we always have trouble getting in is a great time to send a, and a gift, by the way, can be a service too. So it can be Ellison reaching out to them. It can be an instructional video. I know that doesn't sound like a gift, but anything that's 
taking away frustration is frankly a gift. It doesn't have to absolutely. be a item, right? That the absolutely right. Absolutely right. And I think back to the all about you form, um, Jonathan uh really kind of gets a kick out of calling me the chatty one on the team. Um, he does. He but does call you that. <laughs> I know, I know he does. Um but on that all about you form, I mean, I get into conversations with these folks because I want to know them and I don't want to just ask them, okay, what's your favorite restaurant? What's your favorite coffee shop? You know, do you have a financial planner? If not, we can refer one to you. I don't like to just ask them those questions. I like to have a conversation. I want them to tell me about them. I'll tell them just a little blurb about me. They really don't want to hear about me, but I really want to hear about them and we can kind of share if we have something in common, I can tell them a little bit about our team, about folks on our team, all this stuff. And the goal is to make them comfortable and to make them happy. And my favorite word is joy. We want to spread as much joy at the beginning, middle, and end as we can. And so it gives me joy to see our borrowers have joy and that's really our gift to us is for them to have joy. And yes, a current client referral is like the primo gift, uh, which we love, which we gladly accept. But th the joy that, that we get seeing the joy in these borrowers, just a great experience, a new relationship that just carries through. And you don't know where that's going to lead. And you don't know who knows who, what little networking, what connections are out there. And it's all about bonding and those relationships. So because we'll just joke and say, we call you Chatty Kathy, which isn't what, but, okay. but, okay. So let's, but let's really make this clear. You are you are the right person for this position, right? Because let's face it, if you weren't, if you called, so let's say I'm you, right? And and I'm not chatty and I don't care. And I'm like, Allison, so I'm I'm here to call you. What's your favorite restaurant? Who's your friend? Do you need to find, oh, I have a financial advisor. Sure, I'll call you. Okay, well, good talking to you, bye. That is not the warm concierge. I care about you. So you you talking and asking questions and bringing things out of them is super important and why you're the right person for the job. So yes, you being chatty and friendly and actually this is what you care about is vital. Like we can't bring someone in as the client concierge who hates people. Right, <laughs> right. right. Not the right fit. So guys, if you needed step one, probably that's it, right? I mean, that seems self-evident, but getting joy in helping the client, getting joy in small gifting. And also you get some things out of there that like, we're just talking about gifting. So I'll just, Ben Wilson was a coach of mine, good friend of mine. And so at one point I had some purple hair. Yes, I have some tattoos. I had some purple hair. My husband hated it, hated it. And so it just happened by, I was like, sure, purple one. I don't care. I'm very, doesn't matter. So he called me my little pony. So he would be like, oh, you're my little pony. Cause he really disliked it. So I mentioned to Ben that my husband called me my little pony, which was very funny, but he really didn't like it. And all of a sudden I got this, my little pony, the, I can't remember the purple, my little pony white with purple hair. And I love that. Now that might've been five bucks. Maybe it's harder to find. I don't know. I don't shop for a lot of My Little Ponies, but from a conversation that I mentioned to him, I have a My Little Pony that will sit on my desk till the end of time. So I think when we think about things like gifting and things like that, it's that simple. So someone like you that draws out something that matters to them. And also we didn't say this, but you need to know pets. Like 
Do they have pets? Because I'm a dog person. And if you love dogs, to me, that means you're clearly a good person. And if you want to talk dogs, let's go and rescue, especially. And I would do a dog foundation and rescue dogs as a living. I'd do the Asher house. If you don't know Asher house, look it up. That would be me, right? Like, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm crazy. But if you have that kind of kindred spirit, then we're the same people. So dogs, and then if they have kids, what's important to them? They want to buy a house or whatever on our end as we're interviewing in the buyer process, their kid's a swimmer. Well, here's where you can swim and the kid's an artist. Here's the schools you might want to know about. That's part of not just the four bedrooms and two baths, right? So I think, and as part of gifting, we have to think about pet treats. Now, sometimes people are funny about the organic or whatever, but what can we do to acknowledge those family members, right? So I think sure, absolutely thinking about that, that's important. So having an Ellison that draws that out is really important. Well, and also Marjorie, and I love hearing those details about folks. I love it. I soak it in because I'll always find a connection with something. And I also wanted to mention, and I know everyone cannot do this, but I like to meet people in person. Yep, we do too. So we recently had a little borrower and she was a first time home borrower and it was her and her son and they were so super excited. They were having, you know, a little bit of technical difficulties. So our team met them literally like five or six times to get documents, answer any questions they have. And you know what? You go that extra mile People are not used to that in-person service. And for us, the agents, realtors are out there more than we are. But I love making it real. I love making the home buying process or refinance real for folks because this is a real life experience. And I'm going to remember those people. They're going to remember us. I'm going to know the little details. I'm going to know about their pets. I've documented it all down, but I love having the long conversations. Now, I did hear back from one fella and he said, we talked for 20 minutes. Well, yeah, and there's more from where that came from too. I can keep going. (laughs) So people are just so, I think that they're hungry for that. The 800 numbers just don't work as well as they used to. And we're big on being live and local, and if necessary, in person, real live person. Agreed. We do. Like I said, if you're going to consult with us and you're a buyer, if you're local, we're meeting in person. If you're not, we're going to do Zoom. We won't do the phone because Zoom at least has become in person. You see my face versus a phone where you can be disconnected and playing online solitaire. And I have no idea because I can't see you. So we talked about some buyer milestones. There's seller milestones, less on your end. However, for us, When they sign the listing agreement, when they go under contract, before they have to move, how can we help with the moving process, right? How can we help with the closing process? So things that we can offer service-wise or guidance-wise, as well as a little gift is super important. To me, a realtor should go to every buyer closing at least. Seller closings are hard. Sometimes they're five minutes, sometimes they're virtual, but you go to closing with a gift. And I do this 28 years in. And to me, it's the celebration. Like this is the celebration time. All of the stress and everything have taken you to closing. So you need to be celebrating that closing. Absolutely. Uh, Right. So to me, that's super important. So we've got gifting there. There's so many other places. There's home anniversary. Like if you think about it, especially like if you're a great lender realtor team, which we want, like year one, we can send them a congratulations. Been a year from Jonathan and Marjorie. Like I'm just using us as the example here, but year two, maybe a gift card. And then year three could be a wreath, like a holiday wreath. We can put in place 
a kind of happy anniversary. Maybe it's year one, year five. I'm just saying there's ways to acknowledge. We keep trying to think of these ways to stay in touch with clients and provide value. So celebrate some milestones like that. Other milestones, their birthdays, their anniversaries, right? We all celebrate those. How we gift can be different depending on clients and relationship, but these are ongoing gifts that show I didn't just care about you till closing, right? It's great to show up at closing, but about 78% of people when we interview are like, ah, oh, my realtor, it was only three years ago, oh, had red hair. I can't remember. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, we think we're so important, but when the end long-term, we're not. So if we think about that, these are all important times for gifting, but then I want us like VIP relationships, right? So if, if people are important relationships in our lives, again, the all about you form. And again, it can be small, my little pony. I just think if somebody remembers anything, it can be a $5 or something. Now you wouldn't just go buy everyone my little ponies. They're gonna think you're crazy, but I can get a little Star Wars thing. I can get a little Harry Potter thing. Like I, I love little joke memes. What is it that's an individual gift? Because like you think back, I'm going to say 10 years ago, and I'll use lenders just because we're on the phone. Like it would be the uh, Christmas time, right? It's starting after Thanksgiving and you would know, like the, the gifts would come in and it would be like 25 bottles of red wine on the counter with realtor names on the bags. Interestingly, nice. the last couple of years that went away and it was like, my husband loved it because I'd give him all the red wine. Like I'd get all these bottles of red wine. I don't drink red wine, right? So it's like this one size fits all gift plus you'd see like 25 bags on the counter and you'd be like, it was one of those 25 mine, which again, what does that mean? It's kind of like, there's 25 of us. I'm not individually important, right? So not that again, you got to buy me a car, <laughs> but if someone had bought me like an $8 bottle of Moscato, super cheap, sweet stuff that knows me, right? So I think when sure. we're thinking about that, how do we take great cares of our VIPs? I think it's again, the all about you form, but I think it can be, if you're really into a gratitude journal, right? If you give someone a gratitude journal, you're reading a fantastic business book, give them a business book, right? There's things to kind of show gratitude, right? So I think Absolutely. we all have to think about, and then a referral gift program, I think is important, right? When we get referrals, there have to be immediate acknowledgements of our appreciation. Again, we're not buying the referral, but there has to be that appreciation. So I think if people listening don't have any sort of gifting, I think it's time to think about that as an acknowledgement of appreciation, as well as I think the interesting thing is we talk about love languages. We all have our love languages, gifting, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch. Don't go out and physically touch your clients. <laughs> I mean, I'd be weird, but you know, bad. But so <laughs> if gifting is not your love language or you don't appreciate gifting, then it's very hard to then say, I'm going to focus on gifting because it's just not important to you. That's where you got to get an Ellison or someone else that says, here are a great times to bring some joy and appreciation to those clients you work with. Absolutely. Well, fun things you can do right? That, that yes. joy and appreciation. Yes. And I have to share that it's always every all about you form is different. When I'm chatting with these folks, everything is different. Each time is different. The number one question that stumps everyone is what is your favorite restaurant? They're stumped. I don't know it's, if it's because they don't really have a favorite 
or maybe they don't go out that often or whatever. So that opens up conversation for me. Oh, well, what do you like? Do you like Mexican better, Italian better? Just keep the whole conversation going. Well, frankly, I can do drive through Taco Bell. I'm not picky. What do you do? Do you drive through? You know, yeah. I, it just always leads different places. And they appreciate just that indulging into their lives other than they're just a bunch of numbers right. on a computer. What's your salary? What's your income? What's your credit score? Right. What, how much is this? Right. Again, it's because you are more than that. And plus, look, well, I don't drink. You know, our family doesn't drink. Well, then you're not giving them champagne, right? Because sure. There right. are certain things as well, right? Or they're allergic. I'm allergic to nuts and chocolate. You're not giving them peanut M&Ms at your walkthrough, right? So I think there are some right. things that are can be very important. And again, I never do political or religious ever because that is very highly personalized as well. But certainly, I mean, think about even just of champagne because people say, well, I bring champagne to every closing. Well, I have plenty of clients that absolutely do not drink or cannot drink. So right, you got to right. know some of these things. And again, I want to appreciate you. So I bought you a $200 bottle of red wine. Well, again, Philippe says, thank you. Just after all these years. That's a nice bottle of wine. Right. But ultimately you, you could have spent 10 bucks in my little pony. And that to me shows you appreciate me. So I think that's where for everyone who's not really adopted all about you, it's not hard to do. It's part of a first process. When you're asking them bedrooms and bathrooms, you ask them pets and people say, why? Well, if I have four dogs and at one point we had five, yes, we're not crazy, but do I have acreage? Huh? Do I have space for them? Is it very important to me? Yes. So getting to know that things is also part of the process, not just fun, but it leads to that connection. So yes. I think that that's the important thing. We've got to pay attention to connection. We've got to pay attention to service. We have to pay attention to our clients' needs, right? And it needs not just physical, I need this W-2 from you, right? Because I think that's great. But I think if we want them to come back, which we do, if we want them to tell their friends and family and coworkers, which we do, we can't just do the basics because they can find those somewhere else. Absolutely correct. And once you have that little relationship budding at the beginning and growing in the middle and then closing is a huge celebration. As far as that goes, we let them know always how excited that we are for them. I mean, we're always giving them, woohoo, congratulations, cheers, thumbs up, woohoo. Um, I have literally several times called an underwriter and sang zippity doo dah because those folks mean so much to me. And it just gives me joy knowing that their loan is approved. I'm singing zippity doo dah. I've sang that to customers before and they love it. They love just the quirky hair that folks are investing in them because you don't get that everywhere. Listen, if I could do closings my way, we'd have red carpets. I would have t-shirt cannons because I want a t-shirt cannon so bad. Like I really just want to, or the big confetti cannons, which the, yes. the, the title company attorney would kill us, but I would blow some confetti cannons. We would have our non-alcoholic or alcoholic, depending on the client, bubbly beverage, and we would celebrate, right? And we would probably listen to some music. I mean, why not? That's a celebration, right? How do we have that celebratory on a smaller scale? But why not think of things like that, that you're showing them it's a big deal to you too, right? You can't just take someone through this. It's a huge deal. Yeah. 
Yes, it is a huge deal. So we're all about life moments, investing in those folks' lives, making a difference, being upfront, live and local with them, being here when they need us, where they need us and how they need us. And that's what we're all about. And I'm super excited to be here for folks and just give them some love, show them some love and some personality and some laughs along the way and to help them, you know, with the difficult times and the stressful times and just kind of smooth that out for them a little bit. Well, clearly everyone needs an Ellison. The well, concierge. Right? concierge. <laughs> but again, anyone listening who's not like she is totally the right person for this job is crazy. <laughs> but that's finding that and understanding if you're not that, you need that, right? If you aren't an Ellison, you need an Ellison. Um, because again, I firmly believe if we don't take the next, you know, year, year and a half, and right now, especially, and say, okay, why us? What makes us different? How is our service better? What's the experience they're going to have versus 800.com, right? That's what we have to pay attention to now. Valuable, real services that we stay on top as we become more commodities, right? We have to think about it. And those of us that don't, I fear, we're just not going to continue to have the success we've had. That is so true. It's time to dial it up and make a difference and be there and just anticipate their needs, maybe before they even recognize their needs. Come out with good morning emails. I do that sometimes. Just making them aware that you're there for them. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me today on Real Estate Unscripted. You killed it. And I think anyone can come away from this going, yep. I need that. And they're going to work on their gifting plan that I don't know how we can help them, Allison. I don't know, but they can call me anytime they want to. She will answer. Um, We will answer the phone. If not, I will call you back right away. (laughs) But uh, Marjorie, this has been a delight. I love you. I love your team. I love your family. We have a great working relationship and personal relationship. And I just appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining me today. Real Estate Unscripted is sponsored by Alcova Mortgage. Alcova is committed to simplifying the mortgage process. Check out the tools we offer to realtors and home buyers at alcova.com slash realtors. Alcova Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 40508, org. Before we go, please show us some love by subscribing on your listening platform of choice and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share this with your friends and be sure to listen in next week. Until then, this is Marjorie Adam. Don't forget to check out the show notes for a recap. This podcast was made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support.